Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. And we are live for episode number 47 of MMA to the Max. I am your host, Robert Taylor, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the Tolis Wonder, Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe. How you doing this fine the, Thursday evening, Joe? I'm not Tolis. I, I still have all my toes. I just happen to have two of them that are severely fractured. Um, <laughs> a little loopy on some pain meds and uh, about to have a beer. So let's see how this thing pans out tonight. <laughs> well... Pain meds and beer, it's a great combination there, so let's just jump right into the thick of things here. It's a new week, it's a new drink. Joe, what are you drinking this week? Uh, due to my uh, sudden illness, I had to pull out from going to the store and had to go with one of my staples that I keep in the beer fridge, and that is Stone Ripper IPA. It's, it's fucking a, good. Yeah, I bet, man. It's, a, it's definitely a delicious, uh, delicious IPA, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's real hot forward like Stone IPAs are, but it's I don't know, it's just right now Stone Ruination 2.0 is is my go-to, but this guy right here is is fucking great, dude. It's it's good. It's easy drinking IPA that hits you in the back of the throat like one should. Good beer. Good. You yeah. buddy? What you yeah. what you drinking? <laughs> well, aside from my normal uh uh show uh Red Bull, which uh mm-hmm. inc- incidentally I want to uh point this one out. It's their new uh summer edition flavor. Coconut berry. Ooh. 
That when, sounds pretty good. It's actually really tasty. Um, I, I'm not really a fan of their uh, flavored Red Bulls, but this is really tasty. So Yeah, that sounds good. But uh, as for my beer of the week, I am drinking a uh, kind of like an it's, – it's a little twist on one of the, uh, the previous uh, beer of the weeks, but it's from High Water Brewing and is the Campfire uh, Stout. Remember that one, the mm. s'mores? But mm, I do with coffee. Oh, coffee and s'mores. Yes, Was sir. That pairing well with your uh, pineapple <laughs> berry. Yeah, yeah, not really. But I will say that the <laughs> actual beer itself, like it the beer itself, is delicious. It is so oh, good. Like the, the 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 normal campfire stout is really good. Like you can really taste the s'more uh, flavor like in it. S'more, yeah. But this is just oh, this is just so much better. That coffee, that coffee, that coffee flavor really just adds to it. Like it, it just puts it over the top. Coffee and stout, chocolate and stout, like those go hand in hand to me. They're getting a little creative with some of these mixing and flavor combinations, but <clears throat> chocolate stout, a coffee stout, you know, yeah. That, I mean, that's top notch. If I was to choose, I'd definitely go with the coffee stouts over any type of chocolate stouts. But uh, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Yeah. Ah, God, yes, so yes, good, sir. so good. But uh, yeah, and, man. Uh, I'm going to take uh, D- Doug's advice, and I'm not turning my fan on today because I don't want to give anybody <laughs> epileptic seizures. So, so you're going to start yeah, sweating gonna like sweat. crazy. I'm going to sweat profusely again. Hopped up on some pills, a beer, and uh, no AC. Let's see where this thing takes us. Why is there no AC? Oh, it's just because in this room it's hot, and where the AC thermostat is, it's not. So, oh, yeah, well, you know. Maybe it needs to be the hot spot. Oh! Keep me on fire with my quick wit and jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, brada. So, in the intros, oh. I called you to tell us wonder. Why don't you tell everybody what happened? I'm sure they're dying to know. Um. So, yesterday, 4th of July, the family um, met up with the Stones and another friend, uh, Becky, down at um, Bolsa Chica State Beach to do a little campfire, watch the fireworks, have a good time. Well, Jason and I decided we were going to play a little football with the uh, older teenagers, and I was covering Jason, and he went ran a slant route and tried to cut back, and I didn't cut back, and took my uh, right to pinky and, I guess, ring toe, and jammed those as hard as I possibly could in the back of his heel, and it sounded like a celery stalk uh, was snapped. Uh, it hurt like fuck. That was on the first play. I, being the tough guy that I am, stuck it out for the rest of the game. Woke up this morning with two giant swollen purple toes. Is there visual evidence and proof of this tough guy you claim to be? Oh, no, I'm not a tough guy. I'm an idiot. But I got a toe that's all taped up right now. But Well, we didn't need to see that, but thanks. Sure. Awesome. (sighs) But (laughs) Oh, man. So, hey, you know what? We all know the news of last week. I was at Bellator yeah. covering that live recap. I think I did a pretty swell job on it. It's really hard, but yeah, uh, it was a really fun, entertaining uh, adventure. So once again, shout out to uh, MMA Takeover for giving me the opportunity. Uh, so, what do you think about the show, man? I was impressed with the show. It was one of the great things that, about Bellator is you get a lot of finishes. They get a lot of overly matched people, so you expect that. But even when they're evenly matched, there's something about Bellator that still gets uh, – Great finishes. I think on the main card, all except for the main event, were stopped, right? With no, the main event, all, all except for the Latorno fight. The main event was stopped. Sorry, correct. Yeah. 
sorry, the, yeah, that's right, the Letourneau fight, and that was close to being stopped, but that was a good, good fight yeah, too. It was a really good fight. Yeah, it was like we said it would. Letourneau should come away with the victory, but uh, she was going to be up against somebody who was a little bit maybe more difficult than originally anticipated. Oh yeah, she only had two pro fights, so yeah, she was way yeah. Chris, Christina Williams was way uh, under experience and compared to Letourneau, but she more than held her own and, and you know de- definitely won the second round. Yeah, she she won a round against a crafty veteran, someone who's fought for the UFC title at 115, and held her own for the most part against Yuanium Jacek, who was a, a holy nightmare at that time. So, yeah. um, to me, the big takeaway is Christina Williams is going to be something great. She needs to just keep going, take this loss in stride, and, and yeah, she's going to be something. I I 100% agree. And uh, what speaking of you know title shots, uh, Valerie Letourneau pretty much just cemented her, herself a title shot against the uh, the st- and still uh, Bellator Women's Strawweight Champion Alima McFarland, winning by a third round submission armbar over Alejandra Lara, who was game. So game. <laughs> that was such a great jujitsu fight. That that whole back and forth between those two girls, their jujitsu skills. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I was at the edge of my seat the entire time. That, in my mind, that was the best Bellator women's fight to date. It was just exciting, oh, yeah. fun, man. dude. It was it way was... awesome to see. And I, yeah. I, I don't know how it came across on TV. I actually haven't watched the event back yet. But live there, uh, dude, that was a hell of pro McFarland crowd. Yeah, it came across that way. It definitely did come across that way on TV. It wasn't uh, Lara hating, but it was definitely a pro McFarland crowd. It was. Whenever she was throwing up a submission, the crowd would gasp. Whenever she was almost getting caught in a submission or there was a counter or a sweep, anything yeah. that favored her, you could, you could feel the, the rise in the crowd. Definitely. Pro- Where's she from again? Because that was well, she's super from Hawaii, pro-bot. so. <laughs> I mean, she's That's from Hawaii, okay, but, but yeah. She, she doesn't train out here or anything, right? I, I forgot exactly where she trains, but yeah, no, she is SoCal. Okay. Training in SoCal, okay. so I forgot exactly where. San Diego, there you go. Yeah, yeah. SD. Oh yeah, she's uh, she's with the uh, with Cruz, and then I yeah Alliance yeah, yeah who Alliance. was you know coincidentally there for the show he showed up there so you know Phil Davis was there uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other TJ fighters. Dillashaw Dillashaw well Dillashaw was there because he was in the corner of uh, the Spaniard Juan Archuleta That's along right. with Joe Stevenson Cub Swanson yep. man and uh, dude opening up the uh, the card the right way there man Archuleta it was a good fight and then he just right immediately in the third round just. Fake to take down and uncorked an overhand right and just put Peralta on his ass. Well, put him on his back. Yeah, but... he put him down good. Peralta, like we said again, again a finish, but it was it was a good match fight. Peralta's been around a long time. He's a veteran, fought a lot of guys, um, fought in the UFC. But we both knew that Archuleta just had a little bit too much for him. Nineteen and one stops him in the third round. It was fucking beautiful. He looked great, man. Really excited for that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can't wait. I think he matches up well with a lot of the top guys at featherweight in the uh, in in the Bellator. <clears throat> excuse me, Bell, Bellator division. So I can't wait to see it. But he, yeah. you know, he can easily make one thirty five. He says so. That would be awesome to see as well. Darren Caldwell was in the crowd watching the fight. Yeah, that'd be so, a fun fight. With Caldwell. I mean, a little that too little a little too quick. Little too quick. But you know, well, at, at nineteen and one, it's not that quick. And as far as you know, organizations, he's. He's dominated all the organizations he's been in. Um, he believes he needs one more before he takes a title shot at either 45 or even 35 if, if he wants to go down. Which is and fine. I agree. Give, give him one more fight to three fights in Bellator, finish him, 
prove that he's a staple. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I think I think he's huge. Uh, little bias he does come from the high desert he's from Hesperia but you know following in the footsteps sure. of Joe Stevenson even Dan Henderson before you know you got Alex and Dominic Reyes right now I mean high desert MMA is you know on the ups and uh he's part of the uh part of the movement there so I mean it's not the Irish movement or anything like that but I mean it's good to see the high desert getting recognized at least a little bit yeah they got a couple fighters coming out the high desert again that are notable fighters I, I, it sounded like you just wanted to uh, throw up when trying to say that. I, I you know, I'm trying to be as polite and nice <laughs> as I can. You know? uh, and Ryan Couture versus Sadawad, Saeed. Uh, yeah, Saeed Awad just put it on him, man. I mean, this was just... I honestly had no doubt about it. And uh, Saeed actually broke his hand on his face, so... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if Couture managed to survive the first round, he probably could have... Uh, done something he probably would have won the fight just because of awad's broken hand but i just ryan's just you know he's just there for his name nowadays i mean that's all it is let's, yeah, let's yeah. be honest he he loves to fight apparently because if he didn't randy said he wouldn't let him you know so he wants to fight he wants to compete he wants to win but he just it doesn't have the the natural skill set of the uh the natural yeah that's right <laughs> yeah you like you like how that works you like how that works out I worked that out perfectly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was Bellator two hundred one. Man, it was a really stacked card. The undercard, I, I missed a lot of it just because the post fights uh, interview goes on. Like they, what Bellator does, it's so weird what they do. In case anybody doesn't know, is they have a set amount of prelims, then they have the main card, and then they have the post limbs. Mm-hmm. They had like they had like five fights happen after the main event. When we're oh really the, yeah, when we're in the back trying to. Uh, you know, interview interview and... the main card fighters and all that stuff at, at the media scrum. So it, it was really cool, but at the same time, really shitty because I got to miss a lot of the uh, postland fights, pretty much all of them. That's a that's a Scott Coker kind of deal because I know he used to do that with uh, Strike Force back in the day as well. Um, when it was coming up, he would do that uh, after fight because I remember he was talking to I think I think Daniel Cormier's first Strike force fight was on after the main event kind of thing yeah it's just i don't know i don't get that but yeah i'm not a fan of it but i mean it happens it's whatever i mean it's just his thing but you know it's just it takes a lot of immediate attention away from those other fighters so that kind of sucks yeah especially when they're getting a break or getting their first chance to fight in a real pro organization it'd be nice to be able to watch that display that put that out there for people to start following them in the very beginning but it is what it is, brother. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into that and talking about <laughs> it is what it is real soon. But uh, hey, you know what's happening tomorrow night? I certainly do, sir. The Ultimate Fighter twenty seven oh. undefeated finale. Have you been watching this season? Uh, just about the point. Uh, make it a, a quick admittance here. I haven't seen a single fucking episode of this season. I'll admit something right now. I've seen all of them except for the last one. I still need to watch that tonight to see who the winner of that fight's going to be, even though I already know. I was going to say, spoiler alert, Mike Trezano and Joe Giannetti. So, um, That's a good fight. It is a good fight. I, I wish I would have watched them like, leading up to it. I mean, we know yeah. them from the regional scenes, but it is a good fight. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a very appropriate final for the, uh, you know, the ultimate fighter, so, especially because this is probably the last one. Um, the, the the mansions on up for sale so 
I know. Oh, how was it going for? Five million, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and that's a that's a sweet place, man. That's nice. Your brother lives out there. He might want to put a bid in on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Doug. It's all you, buddy. Um, yeah, seven and zero versus seven and zero. Yep. They're the two best guys, I think, at lightweight. Going at it. Yeah. The right, and the same thing at featherweight. It's the two right guys going at it. The two best guys I thought in my mind from the get go. Brad Katona and Jay. I can. I never can pronounce this fucker's name. I just call him Coochie. Yeah, Cuchinello. So, um, yeah, no. I mean, again, I haven't watched a single episode of this season. I just work duty calls man i just don't have it i'm a i'm 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 asleep when it happens and it's too late to watch it i gotta do the show by the time i get home so yeah um let's talk about the uh the rest of the card start with the the main event yeah we're gonna start with the main event and this is a main event that i think a lot of people are just over favoring one fighter against the other i mean brad tavares israel adesanya it's it's a hell of a matchup i think they're really pushing Adesanya here. They really see something in him. He's a star. He's undefeated. He's got the striking potential, uh, striking greatness to potentially be a star. But I, I think a lot of people are overlooking Tavares here, man. I really do that that they're overlooking his grinding style. Yeah, I think it was a poll from MMA Takeover or another uh, one of the groups I follow. You know who's going to win, and I I believe Adesanya is going to win. But don't be surprised if Brad Tavares pulls it out. And everyone's like, "No way, can't happen." No, I'm like. I, I can't tell if you guys are fucking trolls or you just don't understand how good Brad Tavares really is. He's a good fighter. This is a good, really good matchup fighter. for Adesanya to see where he really is. If he can finish him, then he proves he deserves to move up into the top ten. If and that's a big if. I'm right it's a now. Huge if. Right now, man, I'm 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 leaning towards Tavares. I have Tavares picked. I just think it's too much too soon. I think Tavares is just have way too much experience, and he's gonna. That grinding, plotting style is going to cause problems for Adesanya. I, I really do. I think Adesanya is going to win, but like I said, I would not be surprised if Tavares wins this fight. I'm I'm not on the fence. I'm I'm picking Adesanya, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to outstrike him at distance and earn a decision. Is what I think is going to happen. But again, I'm not going to be surprised if Tavares gets inside on him and grinds him out and just stays the pressure on him because a flashy fighter. They have trouble fighting, backing up. We've all learned this from Guida versus Pettis, right? Mm-hmm. Adesanya's gonna have trouble backing up, but yeah. I mean that that's that's personally what I think. Um, can he pull it off? Yeah, sure, sure, of course he could. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, to me, I, I I think the fact that Adesanya is such a huge favorite in this mm-hmm. fight, uh, at least um, I don't know the betting odds, but at least amongst the the, the fan base, is just the a betting huge, odds are accurate. Yeah, just a huge disservice to. Brett Tavares and you know his his just his record I mean what he's done who's he's who's who's who he's fought I mean he's already fought and beaten somebody you know like Adesanya so I mean it's not like it's going to be out of out of the realm of possibility for this to happen and a lot of people just miss out on that so I mean I'm trying to get the rest of the card to load up here man it's being like a little fucking bitch thing here but yeah I mean yeah I was trying to grab the exact 
exact odds, but nothing. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Actually showing up on Odd Shark, which is kind of weird. Brad Tavares. There we go. Brad Tavares versus Adesanya. Adesanya's minus 110. Tavares plus 105. Okay, it's closer than I originally... You know, it's closer than what people online are saying. But, uh, yeah, I... I think it's going to be a great fight. It's a hell of a main event for the uh, Ultimate Fighter finale, at least. I mean, it's a free show. How can you go wrong with that? Yeah. So, yeah, um, and, and uh, one of the reasons I like to go to uh, Odd Shark is that they let you know anytime that Tavares has come in as the betting underdog, the big underdog in the UFC, he's 2-0. and Just saying. Here we go, Brad. Here we go, Brad. You know? So it'll be a good fight. Um, I'm happy about it. Can't wait for it. Yeah, I think Brad's Next gonna. I think Brad's gonna institute a wrestling based style on this one. Just we saw what Martin uh, Vittori was able to do. So yeah, at least exactly. in the third round when he finally figured it out. But I think yeah, that's what's he, gonna happen. Once he did it, and and Tavares is bigger. I think he'll be able to use his size and lean on him a lot more. Um, and I think that's what's gonna win him the fight. It's a five round fight, which I think favors Tavares. I, I yeah, I agree. I do too. And so we'll see what happens though. Um, yeah. Moving down past the co-main event and the uh, co-co-main event, I guess, which are the Ultimate Fighter finale fights that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy himself, taking on Martin Bravo. Bruce Leroy. He's the guy that never goes away, no matter how salty his record gets, <laughs> you know? It's because he's an action uh, fighter. He's, a, he's an exciting action fighter. He's a fun guy to watch fight. Um, Martin Bravo, 12-1, and one, uh, tall, lanky, um, Alex Carwex, fucking Bruce Leroy, because I'm never ever going to say it right, is also fairly tall, fairly lanky for the the weight class. Um, yeah. I think Alex is going to get it done. Yeah, see, I'm I'm leaning towards Bravo. Bravo had a lot of hype coming into the UFC, and uh, you know he justified a lot of the hype when he when he stopped Claudio Poilus, uh by TKO. But then in his last fight, he got knocked yeah. out by a hell of a knee. A nice, perfectly timed knee in, about, in like less than a minute, probably less like thirty seconds. Umberto um, um, Bandini, and uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of people just forgot about him. So, I mean, yeah, he's not a big name, but he's he's still somebody that is. I think he's going to give Caceres a lot of it, a lot of problems. He might again if he plots forward against the flashy uh, Bruce Leroy here. He can, but. I don't know, man. I just never pick against him, even though his record is super salty. It's like not it's not Artem Lobov salty, but it's right fucking there, dude. It's yeah, right it's like there. yeah, it's like he he 
he loses to who he shouldn't, and he beats who he shouldn't sometimes half the time. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be a fun fight, nonetheless. It's this it, is a fun card going all the way down. Oh yeah, it's a fun card. It's not it's not packed with names, but it's a super fun card. Like the next fight in the women's flyweight division, Roxanne Mataferi against Barb Honchek, which is mm-hmm. really awesome fight. I mean, these are two OGs of the flyweight division. I mean, really, they really are. Roxanne's been around forever. She's yeah, she's been a pioneer in women's MMA in Japan through throughout all the sports growth. Um, she's no longer the Happy Warrior, right? Doesn't she have a new name? Probably. I, I don't. Remember. I don't know what she changed her nickname to, but. <laughs> but I love the Happy Warrior because she's always happy. She's good. She's a very tough girl. She lacks a lot of athletic prowess. She's not a very athletic person. She's not very no. fast. Not very strong. But she's got a shit ton of heart. Uh, technique is there. Um, going up against Barb, it's going to be a decision. It's not going to be a, a a clinic in technique and tactical skill, but it's going to be fun. One in which I think Barb is going to take the victory, be a top position for the most part in ground and pound. We're going to differ once again, my friend, because I am taking yes. Roxy. I love it when we differ. <laughs> maybe, I'm taking... maybe, I, maybe I thought about this. I'm taking Roxy all the way, man. I'm taking Roxy all the way. I think I think she's going to get the takedown. I think she, her ground game is better. And, I mean, yeah, I, I agree completely with the decision. but And I don't think it's going to be a very exciting fight. Uh, but I, no. I've got Roxy all the way. My thing with Roxy on the ground, she she is better, but she concedes her back too easily and doesn't scramble to get up. And she goes for submissions a lot without the speed and strength there. I mean, Barb's going to be able to keep top position and, and ground it out. It's not going to be pretty, but that's why I think it goes down. It's 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 fair. I mean, maybe maybe you've been studying. I don't know, but uh, we we all know that doesn't translate into anything successful for you. So, no. Being that we're picking the opposite on all these so far means that I'm going to have a shitty night of picks. Yeah, we know <laughs> me, number four in the world. Oh, yeah. oh shit, son. <laughs> a little burp there yeah it's a good beer it's a good ipa yeah i already finished that 12 ounces like 10 minutes into the podcast that's not good because i'm gonna have another 12 ounces and i've been taking <sighs> prescription medication it's okay no one's ever Are died off work no one's ever what? died for doing that right well i'm off work till tomorrow oh so you're still going to work okay yeah it's, it's nice work, it's nice man. to know that your broken toes don't stop you from doing nothing they don't. I mean, so I'm a tough guy. Yeah. Doesn't stop you from pointing out to people and telling them what to do. Nope. Hey, you. Good job. <laughs> so opening up the main card, Alessio DiCirico taking on Julian Marquez, who weighed in at 190 pounds today. That's that's a new weight class that they're yeah. going with, right? Yeah. New yeah, they, yeah. People just missing weight left and right, man. Speak, yeah, I mean, Ally Quinta says he's never weighing in in the, in the afternoon again, which is... I can't wait to see how that plays out, but uh, yeah, man, people just—it's like it seems like every card somebody's missing weight. Yeah, it's not the early weigh-ins per se. It might be because they don't know how to time it with the sleeping and waking up early and doing that kind of stuff. But it's just, in my mind, an overall lack of professionalism. It just doesn't yeah. doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I, I just you you agree to fight a certain weight. You know what it takes to make that weight. Fucking do it. 
Yeah, it's it's bas- yeah, it's a lack of discipline. That's exactly all it is, man. And it's actually it's really bad. It's getting really bad, especially because it's ha- been happening in the main event left and right. So I can't yeah. wait. To, can't wait to see what happens in the weigh-ins tomorrow. So yeah, and your your contender for one of the greatest fighters of all time seems to be making a habit of it. Yoel Romero. I said if he would have won the fight, which I think he did, but you know he didn't. So at, at minimum, it was a draw. Um, and, yeah, or he got two ten eight rounds on that one. But I think Dana got in someone's ear and says, "This weight missing motherfucker doesn't win a belt." You hear me? <laughs> it's probably it's possible, man. It's possible. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh, the underdog in this fight, really? Alicio, because he made weight. That's the only reason why. No, yeah, no. I was I was taking I was taking uh, Alicio as well. So I, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll be wrong completely, but. Yeah, I'm gonna go for that extra 175 points for the underdog and the guy who can make weight. Oh, is he but that much of an underdog are... on the on the point system? Yeah, for for um, the UFC pick him, he's plus. You're getting an extra 175. Uh, I might just take the chance on that for sure. Then. Yeah, it's 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 a lot closer than that in real life, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just depends on yeah. all these people on who uh, everybody's picking. I mean, but I mean, Julian Marquez is a beast, dude. I mean, there's no there's no doubt about it. No hell yeah, and he's got the, one of the coolest nicknames in 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 MMA history, the Cuban Missile Crisis. So, <laughs> I mean, that's you can't fault the guy for that. That's pretty badass. That's a great name. Make it's weight, a, fucker. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Show up, make weight. Mm-hmm. You lost uh, the first fight, or the first battle. Yeah. Next up, losing the war. Yes, hopefully he does. Next up, we've got uh, two uh, lovely women fighting in the flyweight division. Montana Del Rosa versus Rachel Osevich. There you go. Yeah, Who Miss, you got? Miss Wonder Woman herself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know Rachel has a huge following online on social media, uh, and we all know why. It's not exactly her, her superb fighting skills. Um, Which she is a good fighter. No, she is a good fighter. She's not a superb superb fighter she's not an elite fighter no but i mean her ground game is pretty decent really good but mm-hmm. yeah that's not why she's everybody's favorite out there and we all know why that is but i i, yeah. I am taking Delarosa. i think Delarosa. I, I am too i think Delarosa is way ta- more talented way more skilled i think she's gonna put a beating on her yeah she's gonna go to that uh four and four record at the end of the night <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, you know, you're a good fighter. You're not completely without skill, Rachel, but uh, Montana's going to bring a whole state's worth of whoop ass on you. The state of Montana. That was a little clever pun there. Not so clever. Yeah, I. You don't get to call your own retarded jokes clever, man. Sorry, it just doesn't happen. Uh, you look like the last puppy dog when I said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I felt mean like it. One. I didn't mean it. I did mean it. Yeah. Hey, you did. And it was necessary. Yeah. But uh, we're going to get into UFC 226 here in a minute. And we're going to talk about everything that happened leading up to this fight so far. And talk about the card as it is now. But before we do, let's talk about our sponsors a little bit. In case anybody's we got watching sponsors. The, we got some sponsors. Anybody that's watching on the video, you can see the little scroll at the bottom of the screen. 
that's what you got to do. Just follow those directions. For anybody that's not watching sure. the video, check it out. MMA The Max, we're now sponsored by Gamefly and Gamefly.com. If you ever use Gamefly, you know what it's about. If you haven't, you need to listen, you need to learn. If you're a gamer like I am, Gamefly is one of the best services you can ever get. Uh, you can rent a game. You can rent two games. You can even rent three games, depending on what you're going to pay. All at the same time, play it as much as you want. Keep it as long as you want. Return it when you're done. If you don't want to return it, you can buy it for a really low used price. Um, yeah, if you've got a game out there that you're kind of looking into, but you're not exactly sure how it's going to work or how it's going to play, then definitely Gamefly. And for our listeners and viewers, we got a special offer for you. 30-day free trial of Gamefly. All you got to do is go to www.gameflyoffer.com forward slash MMA to the max. Do that. Sign up. You put a little bit of money in our pocket, but more importantly, you get a 30-day free trial. That's one game out at a time for any how, system you want. How much does that want. cost you? How much does that cost you for that 30-day free trial? How much money is that? Uh, Hold on. Um, That's do, yeah, carry, carry the one. one. Nothing. It's free. It's free. Absolutely free for you guys. 30-day free trial. What nothing. have you got to lose? Obviously, you're probably going to have to give some you know, information, but cancel it. 29th day, 30th day. No big deal. You if you don't, if you don't though, want to, yeah, but you probably it. won't because it's definitely worth it. Yep. As I take that uh, other drink of beer, let's talk about our other sponsor, one oh, that whoa, I'm very, very happy about because I just got my Loot Crate subscription in yesterday or the day before. Because Robert would only have one shirt that said MMA to the max on it <laughs> if it wasn't for Loot Crate. But yeah, so Loot Crate, everybody, and LootCrate.com. We all know Loot Crate. It's one of the coolest collectible boxes you can get in the mail. Gets dropped off at your house, your apartment, whatever you got, once a month, always on the same day, depending on if it's a weekend or a Sunday or whatnot. Comes with a bunch of cool shit and you know, comic books, you know, uh 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 I lost my train of thought of like what it's called. Pop culture. I couldn't think of pop culture. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, pop culture memorabilia, uh paraphernalia, memorabilia, free t shirt. Well, not free because you're paying a subscription, but a t shirt. Every single time you get it, you know, before uh, they switched to a t-shirt, every single box, it was always random whether or not you'd get it. But now it's a t-shirt, every single box. My wardrobe is filled with them. My fiance stolen a bunch of them. Um, yeah. Granted, she looks better in them than I do, but uh, it's super awesome. And you know what? For our listeners and viewers, you're getting a pretty cool offer here. 10% savings. Go to www.trylootcrate.com. Forward slash MMA the max. Use the promo code Bridge ten ten percent savings on all new subscriptions. And of course, you put 10%. some money in our pockets. But yeah, ten percent. Yeah. I mean, ten percent savings. Ten percent is ten percent. You look at it, stuff you're going to end up getting anyways. It's some shirts, some clothes, and they're all pretty cool as far as like pop culture references and mm -hmm. whatnot. I mean, you might end up looking like Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory on occasion with your comic book T-shirts. But you know what? That does look pretty fucking cool for. Like it's good. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, and it's all high quality as well. It's quality T-shirts. Oh yeah, quality it's definitely good. Collectibles. It's not. Yeah, it's all good stuff, man. Yeah, one of my favorites is like a Green Ranger slash White Ranger T-shirt. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> what gets better than that, dude? Yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> bit of both. It's a little bit of both. That's so, right, baby. Yeah. Um, MMA Pixels asking if we're watching PFL. No, we're not. We're doing the show, man. But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be getting on some PFL when we're done. So that's a downfall yeah, of it happening it. on Thursdays. 
I got it recording right now, so it's it's tough, yeah, for us to to watch the PFL as well as uh, do the show. But I will be watching it. I know tonight's fight, uh, Jake Shields. Yep. So should be good. Yeah, and I mean, granted, we would watch it during the show, but we can't be for for two reasons. One, we get distracted trying to do the show, yes. even though we get yeah we get distracted enough as it is, and two, because we could probably get shut down for having the sound of the show in the background copyright issues so it happens i was gonna say something insulting about pfl <laughs> <laughs> there's more people watching our podcast than their fights but no that's not true that is definitely not true there's more than three people watching the pfl pfl is good man they got like four it. people doing it. it boom ufc 226 man mm-hmm. this saturday yes sir it was a super stacked card. It is still a it stacked did card. Lose, it did lose one of the most exciting fights of the year. Why yeah. does that happen? Happens every time. I, I swear to God, dude. If that happens at 227, I'm going to f- flip my lid. It's always my most anticipated fight that seems to be the one that goes away. And if that happens, then I'm still going to enjoy one hell of a fight. But I will, I will probably cry a, a lot as a grown man. Plot twist, Cody Garbrandt gets injured, Henry Cejudo get injured, we get the Mighty Mouse TJ fight. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Speaking of 227, real quick, going on a tangent, you know, you saw that Guff, we're going to see Gustin and uh, Ozdemir now, which is super awesome. Dude, when awesome. I saw that, I was like, to me it was already a good card with the main event and co-main event, now you put this on there, Ozdemir yeah. Gustafson. Can't Ooh. wait, I can't wait to be there live. But before we get there, we Fire got one. UFC 226 headlined, Sir. champ versus champ. For the heavyweight championship, Stipe Miocic looking to make it four in a row as he takes on light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier. And, ah, God, I can't wait. I can't wait for this. This, to me, is the real super fight, super fight, because Daniel Cormier has fought at heavyweight before, so it's not like the and he's undefeated champ coming up. He's undefeated. But Stipe's really big. How is he going to do against a guy like that? Well, look, watch Cormier's fight versus Barnett. Yeah. Tell me how he handles the big guy. Watch Cormier's fight versus a big Frank Mir. He yeah. pushes Mir up against the fence and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and uh, and granted, Stipe has way better striking than Barnett, but I mean Barnett has better wrestling. I mean, let's not let's not, let's not lie about that. And he was he was manhandled and taken down and tossed around like a child. Dude, yeah, he out wrestled the piss out of Barnett, and Barnett is a phenomenal grappler and a really 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 good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he got out grappled and out wrestled. Miocic is again; he's a different beast than that as far as his well-rounded capabilities. But I, I think I might take Cormier on this one via decision. I'm taking Cormier, and I'm taking Cormier by fourth round submission. Now there is a caveat there. I don't know if anybody's seen uh, MMA Pixels is asking about updates, and this is what I'm referring to. At the press conference earlier today for the show, Daniel Cormier fell off the stage and was walking off limping. Yeah, I saw that. So that is not good. I hope the limp is just showmanship, but he definitely tumbled off the stage. He lost his footing and fell. I, why don't they have you know more secure backs to that, that stage? I don't know why, but uh, the MMA gods, man, they... 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look. They giveth and they taketh away. <laughs> Look, USADA, turn around, pay attention to something else. Quarter zone shot the fuck out of whatever Cormier hurt. And let's yeah. do this. I'm hoping it's just he banged it or something. Like when he fell, he landed on it. I, I, I hope he's fine. Probably. I yeah. So probably. I mean, I don't think he jacked it up too bad. He just kind of slipped and fell a little bit. I, I dude, I'm telling you, if he got Ferguson, I just, I just might be done with this sport. I was watching, you know, a little bit of soccer this this afternoon as I was laying in a drug-addled haze, with my foot up in the air, and uh, that actually kind of got exciting. So, Argentina versus yeah, France. It, ha- it had to have been the drugs, and it had to have been the Viking or whatever it was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the soccer. Jesus, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't find anything exciting about soccer, but that's just me. But either way, the main event, as far as we know, is on. And yeah, God, I can't wait, man. This this is a true super fight. It is again because Cormier is tested at heavyweight. Yeah, and and and. Both these fighters need this win to cement their legacies. Yes. Uh, dude, yes. Um, I mean, Cormier has a chance to go down as one of the greatest of all time if he pulls this off, which I think he does. In the John mind, Jones lose, losses kinda... be damned because they, they are, could be considered tainted asterisk. So, I mean, yeah, this, he has he, – he could he, – he wins this fight, which I think he does. He better be on a lot of people's goat lists. He's he's on my goat list for the second greatest light heavyweight of all time. He's on my goat list for the top five mixed martial artists of all time. Undefeated at a heavyweight, undefeated as a light heavyweight against everyone not named John Jones. Yeah, and he's been in wars with guys like Gustafson, who are way better strikers, taller than him, faster than him, maybe even a touch more athletic than him. But they're not better fighters than him. There's a lot more to fighting than just your reach and your speed and your technique. He's got heart. That's I mean, give the hat to you, sir. Yeah, he's he's going to go down as one of the greatest and mo- most underappreciated fighters in history, and it's it's sad. So it it, it is, but I think it's going to be like, he's going to be like a Picasso or a Van Gogh in, in more more than Picasso. Nobody bought Van Gogh's work until he was dead. No one realized how great it was until he was gone, kind of thing. I don't mean Cormier is going to be dead before so, they realize how like good he is. Like Sublime, too, right? Yeah, it, it kind of hit that way. They were on the build up, and then Brad killed himself, and then all of a sudden they blew up huge after. Or he didn't kill himself, yeah. but he oh, was kind of killed himself. But six of one, half a dozen the other. Come on, um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but exactly, there's things like that in this world. I, I don't think Cormier is really going to be truly appreciated until he's done fighting, and you don't have him around anymore. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, was, I, love I was giving Vanessa a taste of this campfire style. No, that's okay. Yeah, but you know, I, he's 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 a great asset for the sport of MMA. He's a great asset for athleticism and sportsmanship. Oh yeah, watching him on, watching him on tough. Like, he needed to be on tough a lot more. It really endeared me to him because he's a funny, 
witty guy. He breaks balls. He jokes around like he's he's and he's and he really truly cares about how these kids performed. Yeah. He cares about their career. He is a phenomenal coach, and in my mind, seems like a really good human being. Which is funny because it seems that that, that brings out uh, the Ultimate Fighter being a coach brings out the best in a lot of people. I mean, even Brock Lesnar looked like a really good coach when he was on there. He did, you he, know. He, he, he actually Ortiz, did care. You know? yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Some, go ahead. So, just some people are just you know they they they're built to be a coach. So, and that's what DC. I mean, obviously, when he retires, he's definitely going to coach at AKA. That's not without question oh yeah so he's the head wrestling coach he i mean if javier mendez ever thought of retiring or stepping away in my mind right now i think dc would would take that head coach role right away and he coaches his kids wrestling team and he's involved in those kind of things and that's it's really fucking cool yeah and uh it's really cool that uh he asked uh king velasquez his blessing permission to take this fight so of course. And he, he's a good guy yeah and of course king said yeah fuck yeah do go for it <laughs> i mean they're friends but uh He's undefeated as a heavyweight and yeah. talks to his buddy. Um, maybe I'll move down to light heavyweight so we don't fight each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so let's move down on down to the uh, co-main event. Yeah. Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega. Uh-uh. What? Uh, no. No, Max Holloway was suffering from con- concussion-like. Oh, or God, did you see that clip on UFC symptom. Tonight, dude? UFC Tonight, with- did you see that clip with Bisping? Bisping calling him out on it? Bisping, oh, that's, people give Bisping shit because of the Colby Covington thing, but that's who and what Bisping is. And if he wasn't like that, he wouldn't have called out Max. And he needed to. He needed to shine a light on that shit. Yeah. Max he, did not look good. D- concussed. Yeah, he, he might be suffer- honestly suffering from like CTE or post-concussion syndrome still that we just don't know about. I mean, he it's just... It's possible he got concussed in sparring. Yeah. Or it's just all the blows from the, you know, before. I mean, he took a lot of shots against Aldo. Sure, he toughed through he him, but but he took a lot of shots. I mean, they could have concussed him, and it's just it's sad because he's such a young super fighter about to enter his prime. If you know, I don't think he's in his prime. That's the scary part. He's I about know. to enter his prime, and his career might be cut short because if he's showing concussive symptoms like that, man, that's that's not good. That's not good. I'm I'm ho- I'm hoping, as sad as it is, that it has something to do with dehydration over concussion. I'm nope. hoping. Yeah, it's we possible. Hope. It's possible the delirium, the kind of stumbled speech. Yeah, that is possible. But to be dehydrating that much on Wednesday. Yeah, dude, that's it's not that's, good. But he's a big forty-five. I think he needs to go to fifty-five. I think he'd be oh, great yeah. at fifty-five. So yeah, if and as long as he's mentally healthy here. We get mad healthy. about fights being pulled and all that for people getting injured or whatever. But this is absolutely one hundred percent the right call. 100% the 100% right call. You got right somebody call. slurring his speech like that and just like kind of losing his train of thought, a little, you know, completely lackadaisical. Yeah, you're not fighting. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I read something. I think it was from Brett Arakamoto saying that after that interview, whatever, he went and he laid down for a nap and they had yeah. difficulty waking him. And when Which he woke up, good. he was disoriented and didn't know where he was, what was going on. You're not fighting, bro. I, I, I don't care if you're the greatest fighter of all time. I don't want you to kill yourself for my entertainment. Yeah. And Dana White said that, you know, don't expect to see him fight for a very long time. Like, apparently it's that bad. So, it, it'll, be, it'll be a while. That, and that, that's scary. And I hope all the best for him. So Ab- Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, but in the meantime, co-main event. Yeah, whatever people want to do, you know. Co-main event now is Francis Ngannou and da- Derek Lewis, which is a superb heavyweight fight. Somebody's going to sleep. The Black Beast. 
is going to sleep. Oh fuck no! Did you did you watch the presser? Not all of it, no. Uh, why, why aren't you talking to Derek Lewis? You know you don't seem to be laughing or enjoying. It. He goes, man, it's fight mode. Fight. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Derek Lewis is entertaining as hell, but I just think Francis Ngannou is on a different level from him. If Francis Ngannou doesn't knock him out in the first round, Derek Lewis is, Derek Lewis wins the fight. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But if it's a standing fight, I mean, Francis Ngannou went three was going in the third round with uh, Curtis Blades. That's true. I mean, Derek Lewis doesn't true. have the the the, the for one thing, Derek Luce is not Stipe Miocic. So, no. I mean, I think I think the, the the problem with MMA fans and why they're considered the worst fans of any sport is because of how fickle they are. What I have mean, you done for me lately, buddy? Exactly. I mean, Francis Ngannou, his only loss in the UFC is against the best heavyweight, the baddest man on the planet, the champ. So, three-time defending champ. That, and all of a sudden, he's going to lose to like, a light heavyweight on Saturday. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, oh well, man, man he wasn't that good. Oh, Derek, get the fuck out of here, man! There, if he didn't fight Stipe Miocic, and this fight was booked, there's not a, a, a not a, a single person, not here. a single person that would be picking Derek Lewis. You know, there's there's no doubt in my mind that they'd be still on the Nganu hype train. So because yeah. he lost to the greatest heavyweight of all time, why? Like what, what, the he's shine, not good anymore. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm sorry. I, I I like Derek Lewis. I think he's hilarious. I think his whole thing with Ronda Rousey is absolutely hysterical. But oh, that's my favorite thing yeah. in MMA. <laughs> but Ngannou's gonna light him up. Yeah, I, I think I think Ngannou's gonna touch him because Derek can get touched. Yeah. And when Ngannou touches you, if your name isn't Stipe Miocic and you're literally a good boxer, Golden Gloves boxer, learning how to really roll with the punch. You goes night night. Even a guy like fucking Overeem couldn't handle it. And Overeem's been one of the greatest strikers in martial arts fucking ever. But yeah, um, if it gets out of the first round, I think Derek Lewis goes from an underdog to an even dog. If it gets into the third it, round, it I depends think on what kind of fight we're looking at. That's the thing. They're not going to be standing and trading. Derek's going to make it ugly. Derek is his goal has got to be to make it ugly, to get in his face, get him against the cage, trip him, sweep him. Even if you don't take him down. Make him fight to stand up. Make him struggle to be on his feet. You don't have to take him down. You got to make him fight to stand, to stay yeah. standing, and wear him down. It's fair. We'll see. We'll see what happens, though. Again, this is me looking at an underdog and trying to figure out a way for him to win, and then I end up selling myself on it, and then <laughs> I do shitty my picks. But it'll be a good fight. Yeah, it'll definitely be a good fight. Another good fight is a uh, lightweight Paul Felder moving in on short notice to take on Mike Perry after Yancey Madero's. Got injured, and yes, they pulled James Vick from his Felder fight to take on Justin Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Felder decides, you know, I'll just I'll take the Perry fight. Donald Cerrone Don, said he'd take the fight too for for what it's of worth. Of course he would. Yeah, but uh, man, I I'm excited for this fight. I mean, you got somebody like Perry who's got the strength, the power, the size against somebody like Felder whose technique is superior in my mind far superior far superior technique striking grappling uh fight iq um definitely talking, felder yeah yeah we're, we're, we're felder's iq is, is fucking einstein level it's, it's hawking's level compared to mike perry which mike perry's fights of all all his losses have come at a lack of fight iq right it's more than anything else Yep. So that I'm not trying to insult Mike Perry. He just he's got a proven record sure of not, not having the best fight IQ. No, because he would kill <laughs> me. Um, I like Perry. Very heavy-handed. Very fun. Good brawler, and much much 
thicker than Felder. Felder fights normally at lightweight. He's moving yeah. up to Walt for this fight. But at the stare down, they've got Mike Perry listed at, at 5'10 and Felder at 5'11. It yeah, looked more like it. a two-and-a-half, three-inch height advantage, which surprised me. Really, really, really surprised me a lot. Um, yeah. But the reach advantage, I'm saying, is going to, to Perry, which is possible. He probably he has broad shoulders, long arms. He's a, a bigger-built guy. So it'll be fun. I think Felder, I think Felder, I think Felder can beat him. I think he can too, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Perry. I think Perry's gonna win this fight. TKO, huh? Yeah, I think Perry catches him when he catch when he catches people, dude. It's it's like lights out. I don't think Felder has the uh, the evasive uh, striking that Alan Joban or Max Griffin has. You know, so no, it, yeah, you talk about Joban or Ponzinibbio. You know, Pons, Ponzinibbio just just is on a whole other fucking level. Yeah. Um, I think Felder gets it done. I think he's too smart. But the problem is the best way to beat Perry for him would be to make it dirty. But he's not big enough. But his technique is there to control Perry. So technique over size. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. A lot of these fights, man. A lot of these fights are toss-ups. Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis finally finally rebooked. It's a great fight. Um, I know for a fact that I'm not picking Anthony Pettis because I'm not going to pick Anthony Pettis anymore. And that sucks because I'm a huge Pettis fan. But... You know, until he shows me that he's he's still got it, I just can't pick him. I think Kiesa submits him. I can't disagree with that at all. Um, Kiesa is not going to march Pettis down and keep him on his back foot, but he's going to find a way to grab him, suck yeah. him in. Kiesa's jiu-jitsu is fucking beautiful. Besides that rear naked choke where he didn't go to sleep but went to sleep against <laughs> uh, Kevin Lee, Kiesa's, Kiesa's got beautiful jiu-jitsu he really really does he's fucking really good um that's where pettis's weak suit is i know he's been training hard well, i, I mean pettis has really, sick really jiu-jitsu hard, but... he just for some reason can't do it and i mean he can't get it off it, he his jiu-jitsu is good at, at creating scrambles like we saw against uh, uh poirier yeah creating those scrambles creating the distance but as far as like submission capabilities i know he has submissions but again usually those come at the just like cerrone they come at the end of a strike where a guy's rocked and they go for a sloppy takedown or you you know you punch them and they give their back up or something uh as where kiesa is is more of a pure jujitsu grappler i just i just think that he's on a different level no i agree i i, I agree in that sense and i i do have kiesa win this fight like i said i just can't pick pettis yeah. so um opening up the main card though mm-hmm Gohan Saki. Finally, we get to see his second run around. I think you, after his first fight in the UFC, you called this. That's his next fight. I believe Gray, uh, uh, Gray Maynard owes you some more money. Yeah, right? Yes. No, yes. Um, yeah, I, call, I <laughs> called for it. I said that Saki's next fight should be Khalil Roundtree. Um, and this was actually a previously booked fight. And mm-hmm. I believe Saki got injured and had to pull out. Saki got injured, yeah. yep. And now here we are. And... It's Saki time in this fight. I mean, I think this is a perfectly tailored yeah. matchup for somebody like Saki. Khalil Roundtree is a great striker. Um, he, he's, shown, he's got great power, but Saki's been doing this forever, man. He's been doing this way longer. It, it, his his striking is just on like here, and Roundtree's like you know there. Roundtree's a really good <laughs> MMA striker. Gohan yeah. Saki is a legitimate world class kickboxing striker like yeah. that's a whole another can of worms we, we've talked about like paul daly before paul daly 
is one of the best MMA strikers in the world. Put him just inside of the, the ring against world-class kickboxers, he gets beat. Yeah. Gogan Saki doesn't get beat against world-class kickboxers. And, yeah, it's just I, not going to happen against with Cleo Roundtree. It just isn't. I hope, yeah, I hope Saki's got his stamina and his conditioning under a little bit better control this time. Um, because I, I, I remember a debate I had with a buddy of mine when we were kids. I played football. He played, he played um, soccer. Soccer, they're running around the whole time, right? Because you football, you get your breaks. You get your breaks. I might get my break, but every time I explode, I've got force against force. I'm pushing a guy, attacking a guy, moving. That takes a different kind of stamina. That takes a different kind of endurance on your muscles. Yeah. So if you can get Gogonsaki into a, a grappling match and make it a little bit dirty, dirty box, that's where Khalil is going to stand his best chance to wear on him and slow him down. I just don't think he's going to be able to do that. I think Gogonsaki yeah. is going to piece him up before he could, before he's capable of doing that. Oh, yeah, he's going to piece him up real quick. And uh, speaking of being pieced up real quick, uh, main event of the preliminary card on Fox Sports 1, Paulo Costa is going to put a stop to Uriah Hall's UFC run. It's Paulo, the Greek god, the body, Costa, right? Well, it was Paul, Paulo Borchino, but uh, yeah, he just, yeah. It's, talk about a star in the making, man. Seriously, talk about a superstar in the making if he continues to win. He, he's, he's, he's handsome, he's chiseled, and he knocks people out. I, I hope he does, but if someone was ever to, to flag me for the, the smell test, so to speak. Look at Paulo Costa's first couple fights. Look at him now. <laughs> Hard I, work does pay off, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't accuse people until it happens. You know me. No, I don't, I don't accuse him. Look, I don't, I would never accuse him. I'm just, I'm being silly. But yeah, no, he's, he's, not only has he gotten better, but it looks like he's been working harder, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uriah Hall is being prepped for his walking papers. They want yeah. him to leave on some L's. Now, don't don't get me wrong here. This can be another Uriah Hall Gegard Mousasi incident here, right here. This little where he just catches could him. Could be. I mean, Uriah Hall could be. has the talent to be a top tier contender. He just can't put it together. Physically, fight has IQ. everything you need. Yeah. Yep. Physically, a, he has everything you need. It's fight IQ. It's it's confidence inside the octagon. Yep. If he has it and then he loses it real quickly, he can't get it back right away. Um, I'm going to say mental case, but I don't mean it like he's a crazy person, but is a mental case in, in the octagon. If he can get his head on right, then he could be unstoppable. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Pelicosta is going to walk away with the clear decision victory or a TKO stoppage in the third round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. I, I think he stops him real yeah. quick. But uh, Rafael Sunchow? Another uh, great fucking fight. Another great fight taking on Rob Font. What Rob Font did to get this fight, I don't know. Because they're, they're, I think in the rankings are separated by like 10 spaces, 10 spots. Yeah, but it's going to be fun to watch but it, the Sun yeah, South but, pick but him but up I'm and smash I'm not complaining. Him. It's going to be great. Yeah, I, I do think this is too much for Font. I think a Sun Chow does. I think a Sun Chow just fucks him up. I really do. I like for, Font. I, do, I love Rob Vaughn. I think he's entertaining. I think he's a high-action, high-octane fighter. But, I mean, Rafael Sunshine was still a top five, top three, give or oh, take, easy. depending on what, in, in the entire world, at bantamweight. I mean, I, just, I don't agree with the decision, but he did beat Marlon Marais. I, I don't think he did. But I, I don't agree judges, with the decision, but he did beat TJ I mean, Dillashaw, too. It was close. He also beat TJ, TJ Dillashaw. Now, granted, I would actually score that fight for Sunshine more 
the Dillashaw one than I would for his fight over Marlon yeah, Moraes. Correct. So, correct. I mean, and he still didn't get finished by TJ in the rematch. I mean, it was, I mean, he got his ass beat because TJ is oh, just the best got, in the world right now. But there's there's levels to this shit. So when you say you don't know what Rob Font did to get this fight, what did you mean to say? I don't know what Rob Font did to deserve this fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what is I he meant. Getting yeah. a spanking. Yeah, what, <laughs> he what did, did just, is he get yeah. a spanking? What did you do to deserve this, man? You about to get fucked up, son? Now I hope I actually kind of I I like Rob Font. I hope he wins, but at the same time I I'm don't a big I. Fan, but- I don't hope a Sunshine loses because I still think I want to see a Sunshine and TJ three one day. I really do. I do too, but it's going to go the same way as the rematch. Yeah, possibly. Statist- most, statistically like, most likely. Speaking, statistically speaking, in a in a rubber match, whoever won the second one wins the third one. Yeah, nine 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 point nine 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 percent. Right, you'd be right. That's right. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. So that was a that was my little inglorious bastards line because it's one of the best movies ever. But, uh, yeah, Sun Chao is going to just continue showing everybody why he's the most one of the most underappreciated bantamweights in the world. And uh, he's going to do what he should do, and he's going to stop Rob Font. His striking's just come so far. Um, One of the most exciting fights in my mind on this card, Lando Venata, Dracar Close. I can't wait. Both coming know, off man. losses too. I, I think I think they're both of their last losses were David Tamer. So, I believe you're right. Um, yeah, but both of them are really good. I mean, Dracar Close put a stop to the uh, the hype of uh, uh, Mark Dakizi and went on to lose the fight to David Tamer. And a lot of people lose to David Tamer. <laughs> yeah, David Tamer is a beast. Um, beast. But actually, uh, Lando is coming off to the draw. With Bobby Green, so, but still before that, yeah, I mean everybody loses to David Tamor, man. The dude, dude's on like an eight, eight or nine fight win streak. So, um, yeah, he's awesome. I think this is going to be fight of the night. I really do, unless Francis Ngannou and Derek Lewis go balls to the wall slugging on each other for three rounds because that's always fun to watch. But uh, I do have uh, Lando winning this fight, um, but not by a lot. No, it's a tough one. Lando always makes it fun and exciting. He reminds me of a. A younger um, cowboy. He's always down to bang. He's always down to make an exciting fight. He never looks for the safe way out. Lando Venata is a striker. He's a tough motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's going to go in there and he's going to out tough you and out strike you. And that's it. He's the funky one or the funky bunch or the funky guy <laughs> or the funk master. I mean, or his striking like dude. He almost he almost knocked out Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he looked a, good. A, in that a couple a couple fight, more, man. you know, precise strikes and he would have pulled off the upset. Yeah, short notice fight against a mean, tough guy. You know, I'm a huge fan of Ferguson. I think his skill and technique and chin and everything is great. Um, Venata's just got to find a way to put it together a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, He's really good. He's lost one fight in the UFC, one draw in the UFC, right? And then two wins. Something, whatever it is. Uh, I think he's got two losses in the UFC, actually. I mean, he's got the two. He's got the Tony. He's got the David Tamer. Oh, that's right. The Tony. That's right. I forgot about the. I think he only has like Uh, one one win in the UFC, to be honest. You're right. One win. So, but it's just like it's you talk about like levels of this thing. Like he's got one foot almost at that next level. I don't know what exactly it is that that's not there. I don't. I don't know. But it just if he could just find that switch or whatever it is or take that step or that one thing. Uh, if it's if it's mixing up level changes, something to because everyone knows they're going to strike. If he starts throwing a couple takedown attempts, I, I mean I could be speaking completely out of my ass, but 
he, just that one thing. What, that one, you? No. Yeah. When am I, when am I not? Um, it's just that one thing I just, I just, I'm missing from him, but he's still young. He's 26. Maybe he'll find it and he's fun. He's fun. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Opening up the Fox Sports 1 card is one of my most anticipated fights on this card. Oh, yeah. Curtis Millinder, fresh off of his UFC debuting assault and absolute destruction of former welterweight title contender Tiago Alves. Taking on Max Griffin, fresh off of his absolute domination of Mike Perry, which Ass was a whooping. huge underdog victory. Yeah, like he was a huge underdog in that fight. Betting, I did not see wise. him doing that, man. I liked him, but I didn't see him doing that to mm-hmm. Perry. I did not see him doing that to Perry. This is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting fight, man. Because Max Griffin, I mean, is one of the best, like not best, but one of the best, like upcoming uh, uh, fighters. Yeah. But but it's, so is Curtis Millinder, who's just been on an absolute tear lately. He had a couple losses in Bellator, and then all of a sudden he decides, you know, to just amp things up, and it's just been on a tear. What he did to Tiago Alves was absolutely ridiculous. It was astonishing. I, I couldn't believe he was able to do that because Tiago Alves is no joke. He's a legitimate, crafty fighter that doesn't get his ass whooped up like that. Yeah. It, Other than I can think of in, in recent memory was uh, Condit with the, those up elbows that kind of fucked yeah. him up, but... God, those were nasty. <laughs> those, were, those were beautiful. But see, um, what Max Griffin does have, though, is he does have a wrestling background, yes. which is Good why wrestling. I am taking Max Griffin in this fight. I think, I, uh, he, I think he takes Millinder down, and I think he gets the, the tap out. Millinder is susceptible to the chokes. He really is. So He gives up his back. He does. He, he panics when he's on his back, and then he gives up his back. That's if it, yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe he turned the tide. Maybe he turned the corner. Maybe he changed that. But I haven't seen it, so I I can't. On 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 the opposite end though, the Max Perry or Max Perry, Max Griffin does <laughs> get hit a lot. I was thinking about the fight. I mean, he does get he yeah. does get hit. He's hit. He's hittable, and Curtis Miller is going to hit hit him. But I do Correct. think he puts him on his back. He forces the panic for Millinder, and Curtis gives us a back, and Max gets the choke out. Yeah, I was. I'm thinking he's going to end up on his back at some point. I don't know if it's a chokeout or it's going to be a TKO um, due to strikes. You know, mm-hmm. top ground and pound. But I've got Max Griffin uh, third round. I think I'm going to go third round sub, but we'll see. Third round TKO. I, I yeah. Yeah. So we're both we're both with Max Griffin here, huh? That sucks. That yes, we're, sir. We're, uh, it sucks that we're agreeing too much. Yeah, that means you're going to have an off night, buddy. Yeah. God. Ugh. No, you're just going to have a good night. Um, <laughs> yeah, last last other. fight, last fight I want to talk about, and we we don't usually talk about the entire card, and we're not going to talk about the entire no. card because we're not going to talk about the opening card. But I do want to highlight this fight: Dan Hooker, undefeated yeah. since returning to lightweight, looking awesome, all stoppages, taking on Gilbert Burns, world class jujitsu champion, who very game Gilbert Burns, who just you know recently in his last couple of fights discovered, hey, you know what, I can knock people the fuck out, and he's been doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he's been fighting like he's got a chip on his shoulders. Last couple of fights, man, he's been looking really, really good. Mm-hmm. The, again, Dan Hooker back down to lightweight, looking phenomenal. Uh, I'm picking Hooker TKO. Oh, I'm easily picking Hooker. I'm I'm so sure of this fight. Gilbert Burns is going to try to test him and try to 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 swing and throw those 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 overhands left and right like he does. He's just gonna go, you know, he just throws them. 
without set, from setups. Back pocket. Yeah. yeah. And Dan Hooker's too good for that. Dan Hooker is way too good to be caught by something like that. I, way I mean, too good. I, I think he could go to decision, but I would not be surprised if Dan Hooker just pieces him up, picks him apart, and gets the finish late second, early third. I, I, I just, I don't, I like Gilbert Burns, but I just don't see a way of victory for him here. I, I, I've got Dan Hooker by a mile. Yeah, um, yeah, Dan Hooker's just got too many, too many tools in his striking arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Gilbert Burns manages to get inside and take him down, that could make it change it and make it exciting. But True. I don't. I think I think Gilbert Burns loses due to volume and accuracy of Dan Hooker. See, here's the problem though: is like if he does that, yeah, if he could win this fight, is he going to? No, because what we've seen from all these jujitsu champions these jiu-jitsu experts these black high level black belts when they discover they they they're striking starting to get better starting to improve they fall in love with it it's happened it's happened. wrestlers wrestlers do the same thing too look yeah. at johnny hendrix once he found he had that power in that left hand he just mm-hmm. was throwing haymakers forever but Damian so what Maya. i'm hearing from you yeah i'm hearing from you is ortega's on the way out because he just knocked out frankie edgar so now he's going to be falling in love with his hands and he's going to stop choking motherfuckers out he might be the anomaly. Now. He might be the anomaly. He might I be. Think, I think he will be the anomaly. I do. There's just something about that kid. His humbleness yeah. is just different. His graciousness and in, in winning. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, that is UFC 226 re, uh, preview, and uh, I think that's all we got. There's no not much other news. I mean, there's nothing super. Ex- Exciting news-wise happening right now. Did we miss anything? I mean, Kavanaugh's speaking again about, you know, he who shall not be named. Um, but other than that, nothing's official. I mean, there was a rumor going around that Khabib versus Blank was going to be uh, announced soon. But, uh, yeah, it's supposed it, to be. Obviously, it wasn't. Yeah. It was supposed to be announced at the 226 presser, and it wasn't. So, you know, that was a no, fake Dana White got the key to the city. Yeah, well, hats off to you. I look just like you there, huh? <laughs> you, did, you did. That was scary. That was yeah, there, I mean, I don't think there's any other news. Unless there's something that's popped up, I could go check the Bleacher Report. Unless there's something that's popped up recently um, in terms of news, like anything that popped up. I mean, we've covered everything here, man. I believe we've covered everything like a wet blanket. Whoa. What? Well, now that I, I, I got to say it now, so I'm sorry, but no, I just I opened up my Bleacher Report and I just got spoiled on the main event. DC wins via decision. No, PFL main event. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, how'd that happen? This isn't the WWE. What's going on here, sir? Ray Cooper the uh, third upsets Jake Shields by second round TKO. No, Gee, that yes, is sir. a big upset. Yes, sir. Avengers' his father's loss. That's that some is, fucking Skywalker Jedi shit right there, dude. That is awesome. I can, now I'm ex, I'm more excited to go back and watch it. I gotta see what happened. It avenges his father's fucking ass whooping. That's awesome. Wow. I gotta wow. see how bad it is. Was Mar, uh, Yamasaki refereeing this fight? Because he might have tripped <laughs> and slipped and he stopped it. That is amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, Matt Sarah got in inducted today in the hall of fame dan henderson versus shogun yep. one got inducted in the hall of fame under the fight wing you know good stuff like that 
Um, injury forces Elir Latifi out of the Glover Teixeira fight at UFC Hamburg eight minutes ago. That's unfortunate. That yeah. is very unfortunate. I was really looking forward to seeing Latifi again, um, especially after he knocked out uh, OSP. So, Yeah, that would have been fun. Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz apparently oh, is an official fight. Under Golden Boy Promotions, dude. Can you believe that? Can we talk about that for just a brief second? Yeah, we're both gonna like, we're gonna we're gonna watch it, yeah. but of course we are. But I mean, but you know, it's like I've got Tito. I do too, and Tito <laughs> should never beat Chuck Liddell, and he's going to. He's going because he's been more active. Exactly. He's he's. His brain isn't – the only thing that's going to save Chuck is Tito Ortiz isn't heavy-handed, and that's where Chuck is going to go lights out. He just, he's not going to have it anymore. Tito is going – I think Tito just absolutely smashes him, and it's going to look sad, and it's going to prove why he should have stayed retired. His good so. friend Dana White said, buddy, I'm not going to let you fight for me anymore. I can't do it. Yeah, it's going to happen. I can't in good conscience let you do it. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just I'm just looking over to make sure we didn't miss any news that happened uh, before we recorded started recording. But yeah, that's it. We have no more Brunson's, news. Brunson's out of a, a two twenty seven. Yeah, I was upset about that. Point. I was looking forward to that, but uh, it you know it happens. My so. boy Brunson, what's up, dude? Follows me on the Instagram, homie. I'm sad. I was hoping to see you fight live, but next time. Love Derek Brunson. Bigger fan of oh, shoe face yeah, though, dude. and I was taking shoe face. <clears throat> Um, I wasn't. I was thinking Brunson was going to be able to do it, but I do like Shoeface a lot. He's been looking fucking phenomenal. And lately. I really want to Shoeface really out of Sonya. I thought that was the fight to make. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, put Brunson, that on two point yeah. seven so we could that, saw that. Uh, that's what I wanted. I want that. Brunson's out. You know, maybe yeah. Adesanya makes Adesanya Tavares uh, winner makes a quick turnaround. and We get these. Shoe- I don't know. I think Shoeface is a future champion. There, I said it. I, I actually said it after his last fight on this show. I do think he's a future champion. So. He's been looking good. Yeah, but we'll see, man. So, uh, you know what? Plug your what? social media, buddy. Oh, if you want to follow me, just like my good buddy Darren Brunson does. Uh, you know, Darren Brunson, not Derek Brunson. You can follow me at MMA to the Max Joe. And the two, as always, is the number two. Or you can reach me on Twitter at JoeHud45. Well done. Well done. Thank you, sir. I've got my moments. <laughs> you want to find me? On Instagram, it's MMA to the Max Rob. As always, the two is the number two. Find me on Twitter at It's Rock Robster. Find the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max Show. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max Podcast. As always, find all our shows anywhere you can get a podcast. You know, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all the good stuff, Google Play, whatever you got to do. Follow and support our parent website at w2mnet.com. You will find all of our shows posted there, both video and audio format, as well as anything you need. Reviews and other podcasts from movies, sports, video games, and other forms of entertainment. Um, always going to give a quick shout-out to MMA, the MMATakeover.com, especially the after MMA what they did. Yeah, the MMATakeover.com. The great Keith Schillen, he's a big fan and supporter of the show, and he's helping me achieve my dream in MMA as a journalist, at least getting my foot in the door here so far, so thanks to him. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, subscribe. You're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Boom, just click it. Yeah, it's easy. Just, just click one it. touch, get that one out click. Of here. You get that notification oh. when we're going live, just fucking click that shit. One button, that's all you got to do. Check out our sponsors, Loot Crate, Gamefly, 
you know, it's scrolling at the bottom this entire time you're watching. You want to save some money? You want to get a free trial? Check it out. Um, other than that, I think we're good. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest? No. Do you want any, got anything you want to get off your foot, your toes? Yeah, the, the the duct tape that I got on there to keep my stupid busted up shattered toes together. Other than that, now nah, I'm okay. Right. The Vicodin is don't recommend this children because I did look it up. People have died from doing this, drinking alcoholic beverages and taking prescription medication. One can only hope. I mean, no, please don't. We've all heard you do the show by yourself, Robert. We don't want me to go. Yeah, but now I got video, so and now I'm live, so now I actually can talk to people. Oh, <laughs> all two of them. You can talk to persons. Yeah, all persons. So, all right. All... Well, you know what? I think we're done here. So, oh, as we're finishing up the live stream, health just turned green. Awesome. Oh, it's good now. Yeah, uh, let's start the show again. So, PFF. Yeah. No. Yes, no shit. No, it's back to orange. Oh, well, fuck it. Whatever. So, you know what? (laughs) For my co-host, Joseph Utzon, a.k.a. Riverside Joe, I am Robert Taylor. This has been MMA and the Max, episode number 47. We will see you next week. Take care. See ya. The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports. 